uh, hey, I don't know if you ever have trouble falling asleep or getting to sleep or fr- waking up in the friggin' middle of the night or whatever, uh, but I make a podcast called Sleep With Me. It's uh, silly bedtime stories for grown-ups, uh, really rambling and meandering. But, it, you know, if guided meditations are a little too, you know, guided for you and you can't stay in the loop on nature noises, uh, if you're looking for something a little bit different to fall asleep to, you wish your friend would come over and go on and on about something uh, in the most boring way possible. Maybe put a smile on your face. Uh, check out Sleep With Me here in Feral Audio. Thanks. Rhetoric Coffee is a subscription service delivering the best coffee you've ever tasted. That's not hyperbole. Rhetoric Coffee commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive is a special life and is a unique, organic work of art. Feel good about drinking ethical coffee for once in your life, you horrible monster. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists. Their relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everybody wins. Except Afghanistan. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling. Now, people at Rhetoric will tell you that their coffee is not conflict coffee. I'm not totally certain, but they, they, they keep protesting that it's not, which makes me wonder whether or not all of their coffee is conflict. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com, sign up, and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. F-E-R-A-L is how feral is spelled. Just volunteered that for you. Spencer, did you know that all of me undies are made out of rhetoric coffee? Yeah. That, that's, why, that's how they get their underwear so soft? That's how they get that distinctive crunch. Whoa. This is synergy. That's rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, you post-Trump millennial illiterate. Um, rhetoric is spelled with an H, like rhesus monkey. Oh, yeah, that clarified it for you because you're so <laughs> fucking smart, dipshit. That's rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, coffee.com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Only available on the dark web. <laughs> Next to a picture of of Adam Baldwin's balls. Feral Audio. Hello, America. How are you? I missed you guys. That last show was fucked up. Were you guys here for that one? I just listened to it. I'm still traumatized. <laughs> All right. Do we have Zach back there? Yep. Zach McKeever on sound, everybody. We're making shit sound cool. All right. What do we got? Let's do a, a classic. from beautiful uptown Burbank, Harmontown is now in session. Hello, gang. Please welcome to the stage the game master extraordinaire, Spencer Crittenden. And the mayor of Savoie Fair, the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. 
Hello, Dan. Hi. Uh, You're so looking you... good. I told you backstage, but I'm going to say it again. You're looking good. Oh, thank you. I'm wearing a head-to-toe bombfell. They're a sponsor. <laughs> really? Clothes from the mail. <laughs> For the mail. They don't have women's clothes. <laughs> it's not controversial. <laughs> you can wear them if you're women. I, I'm, I'm assuming. I wouldn't stop you. It's not Yentl. Um, I, got, I got no beef with, uh, with uh, women dressed like uh, guys. It's, uh, I, I applaud them. Especially in the shoe department. I don't like high heel shoes. I, if I find myself distracted by high heel shoes, I, I worry about the woman's comfort. It's not because I'm a good person. I just... Just, just worry about it. I was in a little a bit of a little bad, bad mood last week. Uh, <laughs> a reason why you said, were you guys here for the show last week? The, even if they were, they, they have to pretend they weren't because I told them I hated them. <laughs> so if they admit that they were here and right. are back, they have to admit to low self-esteem. Because I... <laughs> As somebody who who's at the show live, obviously, it's a different experience to watch it to, uh, than to hear it. But I heard that one, and I, 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 mean, I could imagine what it was like there. Like it, it's, it's uh, yeah, you, you seemed a little, a little grumpy that last show. <laughs> was, was, was there anything particular that happened, or were you just in a, in, a, in a just one of those moods that happens because the world is a, a crazy place right now? There are several theories. Uh... <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of people go with Occam's razor, no pun intended, and they think it's the mustache. They think the mustache has changed me. Uh, but I think it's Twitter withdrawal. I, I, uh, I was talking to my therapist about it. I said because I, I had a similar thing when I w w during the divorce. Like it was through no fault of uh, uh, Aaron's and uh, of no uh, no statement about the the, the marriage at all. It's just like my, because my therapist warned me. It's just, she said it doesn't matter when you divorce. One thing that you should be aware of: you should be you're, you're going to find yourself hyper vigilant about injustice, and I've, I've talked about this in the podcast, where I, where I, was, like, I, I, then sh I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll keep an eye on that, and then cut to me just like sending these insane text messages to the guy who cleans my fish tank um, that are just like, when you read them, I was just like, I'm just like, I'm like accusing him of like making my life into an Edward Albee play, like I, I, I'm like, this is some Virginia Woolf shit. You need to tell me how to work this light. I, it was crazy. Uh, and, and you know it wasn't it was it was erratic behavior because there was a detachment and there, there was a it's a like a new so Twitter we don't want to admit or I don't want to admit I'll speak for myself I'm sure a lot of healthy people are using Twitter very healthily but as you as you probably know I was like really fixated on it and and, uh, and I so I quit it for a little bit to and and, and, and you stopped like, having that outlet for your for that justice stuff or and you like. When you, when you, when you, I do find, yes, I find myself like snapping particularly, yeah, I, I find myself like, but now it's like, it's, a, it's about like the world, like I, I, I just like, sorry I burped, but, but fuck you, I don't care what you think. Whoa, whoa! It's just like the guy from... He, he loves you guys, he just doesn't know how to say it. The, the, the delivery guy from Booze Philly Cheesesteak didn't bring both raspberry iced tea snapples and I just went... <laughs> all Patty Chayefsky about it. I just fucking, like, Robert Duvall'd out. Um, and only to Cody, though. Let's say, and, and I was like, and because Cody is, like, the, the amazing thing is there's, like, a scientific experiment here where you can say, Dan, are you crazy? Do you, do you... Uh, it, it, it's like, oh, well, maybe we could test it if you had, like, let's say a perfect girlfriend or let's not say you know perfection doesn't we don't we don't look for perfect people we don't want to be with perfect people but i'm saying like a relationship which there's nothing on the 
there's nothing on the uh, Wheel of Fortune uh, credit, like, uh, <laughs> what a metaphor. <laughs> I, wasn't there a sound like Wheel of Fortune? I, like, that was my favorite thing about the last week's show, and Eddie Pepperton said, that metaphor didn't work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then it was like, oh, Eddie, don't know. Eddie, you're not allowed and, but, to. But, but Spencer goes, wait, you could say that? <laughs> <laughs> we, we could just say that metaphor doesn't scan? Uh, no, no, you cannot. Not if you, want, not if you want the family to stay together. That's like, no, no. We don't talk about dad's drinking or his metaphors. <laughs> I mean, if you want to move forward and have tumult, uh, uh, but it could end up with you sleeping right, so at right, your so uncle's place for a while. Try to fix the Wheel of Fortune thing you were talking about. I, well, I just like in Wheel of Fortune, they would spin the wheel, and then sometimes I, 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 they, they would, they would, they would, they would, they would put something on credit on account or something. They would say, "Can I, can I put that on account?" And then Pat Sajak would say, "Yeah." And then I'd go, what the fuck was that? And then they just keep spinning, and then they said, I don't know what the hell it was. They would put shit on account. I'm telling you, it was like an old-timey grocery store, like for the, like, a, like in a Coen Brothers movie. I don't remember that at all. I, I, I haven't like, watched that show. They just had some shit on account back there. I'm looking it up later. Uh, you know what? I'll do it right now. No. I, 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 so anyways. You know what's I, crazy? I saw the wheel. That wheel's tiny. It seems huge. The wheel's, like, it's... it's I, like it's it's this big. Well, you know, this goes with Sajak's what Sajak said on Letterman back in the eighties, when the the Wheel of Fortune, the country had Wheel of Fortune mania. Some other things that we fell in love with for like two weeks was like Australia for a while. <laughs> there were like eight movies about a guy named Crocodile Dundee, and then yeah. because it was the only Australian we could find that was like famous, then we tried something with a guy named Yahoo Serious, and everything just collapsed. Like the like Enron. We, we like, lived in wait, a... you're selling something that doesn't exist now. We lived in a... that's just a big desert. There's no famous people down there. We lived in a, in a Yahoo Serious and Jocko based economy. <laughs> Jacko, yeah, there was a guy in Duracell commercials whose catchphrase and and soul phrase was "oi." That's all he said. He would say "oi," and he and it was and then you 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 be at a battery store and you'd go, "Oh, Energizer, oi." There was a there was an eight year scare where barbecues were Barbies, but yeah. Fosters is Australian for beer. All that stuff. Like, there's some. There's some. Hey, I think Fosters kind of snuck in on that wave and hung out. That's yeah. the one thing. But they don't I, even drink that in Australia. That's bullshit. Right. Well, what are you telling me? And they, they, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't call them shrimps. They call them prawns. Uh, look. So. <laughs> so the delivery guy brings one raspberry iced tea snapple. <laughs> I didn't know. I, th- I thought that that meant. I thought because I knew I ordered one. I didn't know Cody, Cody ordered one. C- C- Cody, get your shit together. <laughs> you tell the audience you hate them more. You can't even speak English. <laughs> speak English. Get out of the country. <sighs> you ever notice all those guys? They can't speak English. They're, 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 they can't spell. The the, the Republicans. They, they're, 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 I mean, what? A, they're, they're, they're just like they can't. They can't. They, they have no mastery of their mother tongue. Like, and they're, and they're like yelling at immigrants. It's like the immigrants are like, I had to learn like eight presidents to just to yeah. trim your bush. Like, this fucking sucks. One of them's Bush. That's my mnemonic device. Two of them are Bush. That's you know. Uh, that's why. And then you guys raised it to nine presidents because then you said that was too easy. <laughs> Yeah. It, was uh, al- it was almost two Clintons. It was whatever. almost, yeah. almost, and then we had an influx of, of unqualified bush trimmers. Um, uh, Snapple. Snapple. And so I start going, I, like, I, was, I was happy all day, 
And then the guy, and then I bring, I go get the food. I'm with my perfect girlfriend. I go, we're, you know, I come back up with the paper bag. It's already, you know, you can already see the dark spots on the bottom, so you know it's gonna be good. Like the, it's it's, it's coming it's coming through the bag. The dogs are freaking out. <laughs> I think there might be a dead skunk in that bag. No, it's Philly cheesesteaks. And I take them out. One raspberry snapple. That's how much we ordered. Cody says, "There's not two iced tea raspberry snapples." No. What did they? F- did they, f- are you fucking kidding me? God damn it, what is with this fucking world? And I just talked for 20 minutes at the top of my voice and that would be charming, but here's something that I do. I kept saying, because this is how desperate I was to abuse, uh, that I couldn't just share, I couldn't at least just be in a bad mood and share it with my partner. So I just kept saying, but I had nothing to bitch at Cody about. Like, I, I was just tabulating, like, all the injustices that had happened to me that week. Uh, so, and, and because Cody hadn't done anything d- d- wrong, I just kept saying, it's just like, like, this guy does this to me, this guy, the, the, the raspberries, what is with you people? Oh. I just kept saying you people to Cody, like, it was like hey, you people being the human race. Uh, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just like, like you, know, you know all of you, eight billion of you, you're just always conspiring to fuck with me. <laughs> and then she was like, okay, cool. Uh, and then we watched the rest of Grumblins 2 or whatever the hell. <laughs> Every once in a while, you gotta just go check back and check it out. What, what, was Hulk Hogan in that? In like a, <laughs> it didn't, is it good? It, it was Gremlins Two worth worth a rewatch? Yeah, yeah. It's worth a rewatch. Yeah. I don't know about your first question. I don't know. Uh, like, yeah. is, is anything good? I don't know. I, I guess, mean, it the, wasn't Citizen Kane. The, the, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the, even the, the Gremlins, Citizen Kane of Gremlins. The Gremlins movies. got really, they got really specific. They got, let me ask you this: Have you? When's the last time you watched the first Gremlins? Because I told Cody, I was like, "You got to watch Gremlins 2. She's like, "What two? I'm like, "Jesus, I'm really robbing the cradle," but. <laughs> And I'm like, well, Gremlins 2. She's like, I ain't seen no Gremlins 1. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, great. Then we'll start with this holiday classic. And then, I, But then you got to see Gremlins 2. So I put in Gremlins 1. Five minutes in, I'm like, what the shit and fuck? This movie is garbage. This is a, like, it is amazing. Like, we have a, we have a serious problem in this society. And, it, and, and, and you can see and the thermometer for our sickness is Rotten Tomatoes. Like, like, but like it's just it's like any movie that, w- that had some claim on the on the on the box office pulse when a, when a certain demographic was 10 years old it just automatically is way above a 70% and it's just like it's just garbage nostalgia there's no comparing this shit like what is it solar babies 98% because you know people are like man solar babies man custody weekend it was does great solar, does that really does solar babies really have a 98 no oh. but I, I, I can't think of any that examples that amazing but then, but then you watch something I know I've talked about this Lockout. Come on! It's Die Hard in Space! It's great! It, 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 it has like a 20% or something. It's ridiculous. They worked hard on that movie. It's good! Was it called Lockout? Yeah. I don't know Lockout. Yeah. That's a crime. Edge of Tomorrow is... Church, remember Lockout. We're watching Lockout. Anyways, like there's a lot of movies with like 80% of Rotten Tomatoes that are just, they're just crap. And it's just like, it's just people just like... They're just like, oh, I will defend my legacy. 
just, you gotta go back and watch. If you can't look into your soul, gentlemen, uh, uh, at least look, at least rewatch some of these pieces of shit. Uh, oh, you, 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 you nostalgic. Have... Just stop pretending that it makes it a good movie that you liked it. You were a, t- a little itty bitty little dummy. Almost said. I almost said the R word. <laughs> I want to get that, that last sentence. You get, if you rewind it, you go like, yeah, it seems like Dan's get a little less uh, uh, his famous ar- articulate uh, charm. Because I was just the whole time, I was like, ah, my sister's retarded. Okay. <laughs> but now you can just use dotard. Do- dotard? Yeah. Wait, what's Kim Jong un went 14th century on Trump and called him a dotard. Oh, a dotard, yeah. And everybody was like, what's a dotard? I mean, I saw, I, I saw that not on Twitter. A dotard is a great news. word. Like, like, look, I gotta be honest. Point uh, one for fucking Kim Jong un. That's fucking. <laughs> Well, he, again, he, these guys have to he, learn English he, in schools. He didn't. Is, is there a Korean word for dotard? Or, like, how did, like, did, did somebody translate that and they go, well, he's talking about a, like a senile, bewildered old fucker. Uh, we, in, in, in Korean, we have a word for that, but like the, the closest I can get in English is dotard, which I mean, no one has used yeah, since imagine? Jane Austen. Yeah. But that's fucking good, so fucking, yeah. Like I, 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 I like Kim Jong-un a little bit more than our president right Because <laughs> yeah. either he spent, he paid a little more attention in English class, also, or, or he just pay, he listens to some of his advisors. Yeah. His, you know, like, also, his haircut, he's one guitar away from being the lead singer of a very successful rockabilly band. He looks amazing. I wish he'd go gray, but only in the middle. And yeah! No, he'd be fucking Brian Setzer. He'd be oh. fucking sexy as shit. That would be incredible. He would, yeah. Uh, okay. <sighs> Anyways, uh, I mean, like, he, he look, almost the, the, like you know, you know, he's gonna start looking like in his old age. Kim Jong Un. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna look like a uh, Korean uh, Steve Van Sant from The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> He's got he, whatever that carrot, Paul, what, not Polly Walnuts, the other guy. What was it? What was Steve? Jo- Joey Bag of Tits. I don't know. Joey, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that was that's half the characters. No, he's got the lip. He's got the lip. Uh, Tony. Oh yeah, that guy. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And he played in Bruce Springsteen's band. But that guy doesn't get the lip. Anyways, god damn it. Your impressions never cease to amaze me. But I don't care what you think. I like them. Oh, thank you. Dan, this is not going to be one of those nights where you're feeling persecuted. This is a night where you feel safe and you feel happy and protected. Well, anyways, thank you for... Uh, 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 this is a sponsor, Bombfell. I'm wearing head-to-toe Bombfell. You look good in it. It fits you, it fits you nice. I, uh, Lee. I, 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 the pants came... The first pair of pants, they, they, were, they were a number off. They, I was there. They didn't get the number wrong. I was I in the room when he tried them on. He actually took his, undies, took his pants off, went down to his skivvies. Put them in a bag, sent them back, like a Netflix DVD of Gremlins 2. Said, this is one Gremlin number off. Uh, they sent back these Gremlin 1 pants. And like, like Gremlins 1, they, you, you, you remember them as being twice as good as the other pair, but inside, it's a mess. That movie is a goddamn mess. The gremlins in your head is like a fucking like. It, it's it's one of the, filled with a sense of wonder. It's a Spielberg production for God's sake. And it's a uh, Christmas movie. It's a great Christmas classic. Oh, and it's just oh, like yeah. oh the performances, and it's just like oh it gets you right here, and then the gremlins are scary, and then all the things, and you just start watching it from the first frame. You're like, what is, what kind of weird driver's ed movie is this? What, who, how many beginnings are we gonna do? Like what what is the how? What do you explain? 
explaining this shit for you fucking idiots. You shouldn't have made a movie. Fucking terrible people. All right, so here's your billion dollars. What are you going to do? They make gremlins too. When are we going to listen? I tell you I hate you. You come right back. I'm like, I'm gremlining you. I'm gas... Gremlining. Please don't let that be the title of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Gremlining doesn't really work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invoke the pepitone. Uh, that, that, that doesn't work. Anyways, look. I'm not going to say I'm sorry for last week because, uh, because I am and I'm ashamed. Uh, <laughs> but he's not going to say I'm a liar. No, if I make an apology, I want to make it the official one where it's like the three parts. You acknowledge your crime. Okay. I, uh, I told the audience I hated them. <laughs> you express remorse. I feel bad. Wait. You're, you're, are you, allowed, know, to make, are you allowed to make that face after you say number I feel, two? I feel bad if it made anyone feel bad. That, 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 that is, you know, but that's not one of those apologies where like, I'm sorry you felt bad. I'm not doing that. I'm saying I do feel bad if anyone felt bad for it because you, it was a, the first part is a lie. I don't hate the audience. You make me feel wonderful and you're wonderful people, especially the people that are closest to the people that do come here. It was obviously just as with Cody. It's like, I'm just saying you people to a bunch of people who bother to be close to me when I'm having like some kind of like fucking moment of turmoil. So, it, but, but I'm also a clown on stage and I don't get the impression that, that that anyone got hurt but if you got hurt I, I, I do feel of course bad that it hurt you because it would be a terrible reason to hurt someone because it was, it was a lie uh, and that, so then the third part is the commitment to change so alright I'm not going to stop drinking uh, <laughs> when I yelled at Cody because I, I quit Twitter because I'm like well I'm not going to stop drinking uh, I got to change something or this isn't a real apology uh, I quit Twitter um, that wasn't that wasn't I'm mixing those two things up but I was I did quit I quit Twitter because I was being mean to the people around me on Twitter I was like which is like from what I see on intervention I'm like oh you're a junkie you're like being mean to people because you're like so focused on this fucking thing so then I quit Twitter and then I'm like now I'm like now I'm having like these weird highs where I'm like, let's go look at shirts. And then, and then like these weird lows where I'm like, you people and your iced tea. Um, and, 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 but, I'm, but I feel like it's like, it's, yeah. it's, be, it's better than what, I, 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 it's happening because I was uh, having a, I was having a problem. And it's, uh, so even though it's resulting in half of the time, I'm like a fucking like, crazy per- or the whole time I'm a crazy person half of the time I'm a unprofitably crazy person like uh, it still it seems like okay well I'm gonna wait and see if that goes like this like uh, and then what what then I'll be a person that's not on Twitter but is also sane yeah it's, it's a weird thing like like you know I just was on tour with you know Ryan Styles and Proops and Joel Murray and the gang and, and like we you know we have fun and we you know we, we go do comedy shows but on the bus all we do is vent about what was in the news that day, and we get to all of our chest, but then we have to like, like I'm a moody person, I go up and down too, like, but I feel like my downs are more regular than they used to be. Like I'm, I'm, like, I'm in a bad mood more just because of, you know, like just the way things are going right now. And it's nice to be able to go out and do comedy shows and make people laugh and tell stupid jokes and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, but sometimes it feels almost like 
disingenuous or dishonest to find any humor in anything. Like, like, yeah. it, it, like you feel like you're forcing it. Like, That's why I was, I was like, yeah, I'm not even being funny anymore. I'm just like arguing with people about shit. Yeah, right. I, I, like, I used to be able to keep my humor about it. It was like, like that was my rule. Like, well, if I can be funny while still letting someone know they're a piece of shit, you know, like, I, then, that, then that proves they're a piece of shit. If they can't be funnier than me, if they're a piece of shit, then they're like, you know, if I, if I swear, I, I, I want to tread lightly here, but, 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 but I, 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 I say this as a as a as an observation of how unfunny they are. If a Nazi could ever make anyone laugh, you know, like if there was if it was possible for them to be remotely entertaining, that would be a really dangerous demographic, um, because they'd be like they, they, they don't they they're they, have any have they, ever they, ever they, ever they, they can't smile they don't have pets. Hitler had a dog. They can't smile. They Hitler had a dog. <laughs> Fucking Trump doesn't have a dog. He doesn't have a dog. I didn't, and, so, and so Nazis don't have pets? Is that, is that, well, they, Hitler loved his dog more than people. I know that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of misanthropes are, are big animal people. Rob Schraub. Uh, he's not misanthropic. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, no. He loves people. All right. Let's just not, let's not get derailed. Hey, fantasy football fans, listen up. If you love fantasy football, then you need to try my new favorite app, Draft. It's weekly fantasy football, but not like the other guys. On Draft, you play real-life snake drafts with other people, just like in your season-long league. Here's how it works. It's a draft that lasts for just one week, and there's no management. Just set it and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you. Drafts start every couple minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part? Play for cold hugs. Hard cash. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. No salary caps. Play in a real live snake draft, just like you play with your friends in a season-long league. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes. Or play right from your computer on PlayDraft.com, whatever you want. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code, Harmontown. That's right. Play a real money game for free just for using my promo code Harmontown on your first deposit on Draft. Just search Draft in the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com and come play free with promo code Harmontown. What is fantasy football? Yeah. All right, yeah, no, let's, let, let's, 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 let's get our guest up here. My good friend Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell! Could have used him last week. To bring the, is he here? He might yeah. have to walk in through the other door. Duncan Trussell. Yeah. Oh. Oh boy. Sorry about that. I, 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 Sorry about what? I lost track of time. So that's okay. That means you're doing God's work. Whoa. <laughs> See, you already made the whole that room happier. Mm. Nitrous yeah. is always doing God's work. <laughs> Well, no, a lot of people used to think that. They used to think you could use nitrous oxide to commune with spirits. It's, there's actually in, in that book, The Brief History of Nearly Everything, like if you run out of fuel in your ear-beating cannon and you want to really like fuel up and have shit to talk about to just, just beat people's ears into a bloody pulp, <laughs> read that book. And apparently some famous per- scientist was really into nitrous oxide and like used it to commune with angels and stuff. So, yeah, it is doing God's work to do oh, nitrous shit. oxide. I was right. 
I had a friend in high school who was the best dungeon master ever. No, was I mean, it Graham? But yeah. Well, yeah, but if he's, Fucking I don't know Graham. if he's, he might be lit. I know, he lived no, in the shadow. Okay. Yeah, so. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah, Graham was, not, yeah, but I, and I don't want, I don't want to embarrass, I don't want to, if Graham is listening, I don't want to embarrass him, but, but, but like he, I lost, you know, I lost track of him forever. And then he like, I, I was like an adult in Milwaukee and he showed up and he had like a, he had a big tank of nitrous and a, and a plastic hefty bag. And I just, God. and it was like, we just. The best day of your life. Yeah. Is, is there any. Sucking on a garbage bag and talking about Jesus how I'm destined Christ. to lead people or is, something. Is there any downs? Is, is there any uh, deleterious? You like, might get brain effects? holes. Oh yeah, it'll fuck you up. It's not. Like, does it hurt the, your the, brain or? Well, what, what happens is, people will make the terrible mistake of putting a nitrous tank in their fucking van. Right? They're like, let's go in the van and do nitrous, man. But they leave the tank on while they're doing balloons, and they pass out, and, and the van fills up with nitrous oxide. They don't die. Their bodies vibrate into infinity, and they vanish. <laughs> they level up, Wait. kids. They level up. It sounds like dying. Have you ever seen? Like, sounds like dying. Have you ever seen like an abandoned van? Well, I mean, I would say, I would say just to start off, don't have a van. Uh, yeah. But, but, but like, does, does doing nitrous like hurt your brain and give, kill brain cells or anything bad, or is there? Is I that... mean, dentists give it to you. There's yeah, but you, you go to the dentist. But once, just, but, once but, or twice yeah, a year. Well, am I just am I just am I just a child of Nancy Reagan, or just assuming that it gives you brain damage because I heard that somewhere? There's some, I mean, there's I, some I, isolated I to, cases to talk of to somebody, brain holes. They're not. It's not like all these people are getting brain holes. It's an epidemic because people have been doing nitrous for fucking ever, and there's not like brain holes all over the place. There's a cute few isolated cases. It's definitely bad to deprive your brain and body of oxygen, and I would not be surprised if it did cause... But also, that depends on the mixture, because if you go, like, half air and half nitrous, I don't know how bad that is for your brain. You know what you sound like? A nitrous oxide dealer. Oh, no. I definitely don't have three canisters. Can, can we? Can it's not we... like I'm negotiating a nitrous oxide deal with a nitrous oxide. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe if we go half, your brain will be okay. It's five dollars a balloon, baby. Can we? Is it, is, it, is it irresponsible podcasting for us to get a tank and some balloons for our next show? No. 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 Oh, man. Oh, I know how to do it, too. I know how to get a tank. So well, let, let me answer that question with a question. What is it an irresponsible society to elect a rapist Nazi and, <laughs> and then just hang out and watch the world fall apart uh, without doing nitrous? <laughs> Publicly? So you... So... It's not mean, irresponsible. We can do it then. Yeah, yes, I'm we're saying you're yes, signing yes, off on it. Yes, home okay. is burning. Let's try Yahtzee if you haven't. <laughs> My advice to everyone: don't try not Yahtzee. everything, anything but Yahtzee. I I, I got that covered. Yahtzee? You don't need to try Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. only one lemonade you can get from the lemon of 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 social 
upheaval, d deterioration, whatever we think we're experiencing. The only lemonade is the, is people, you know, popping like popcorn, having a little controllable nervous breakdown and going, well, if this shit's happening, I'm going to try making that birdhouse. Well, let's talk, okay. And, <laughs> that guy, and that guy turning out to be the Frank Lloyd Wright of birdhouses and didn't know it because he was just like, if I keep voting Republican, I'll get rewarded. And, and then he's just like, wait, he said what to who? I'm the birdhouse. Boom. I'm a genius. I never needed to. I'm a Democrat now. But the problem, the problem with Frank Lloyd uh, Wright birdhouses is that they look great, but they're really uncomfortable. Like, like, well, also, like the, the birds the, the, hate them. I'll yeah. tell you, the birds hate them because Frank Lloyd Wright's gimmick was like trying to like, you know, like, oh, can you make a home merge with nature? And the bird's like, what the fuck do you think I'm moving in here for? <laughs> I wanted a birdhouse. <laughs> I want to say the N-word so bad. I want the bird to like sit punctuated just with the N-word. Just say it. No, no. Just, wait, like, look, you, you, you just said that like you could try anything now that, that, that a Nazi no. But you know, I want to talk to you about this. I'm not going to try not Yahtzee. I don't. I, yeah. I want to talk to you about this this idea of like Rome burning. All right. Because I I was thinking about it today, uh, and I was thinking like, okay, if you have to pick an evil monster to deal with in your life, would you rather that evil monster to be smart, or would you rather that evil monster to be Donald Trump. Right. But I think we've all agreed. I mean, we've all had this conversation on each other's podcasts and we've all we've had 9 months to talk about this and what we've arrived at is it's not really him that's that's bumming us out. It's it's the it's the the reveal of the of the engine underneath our country that 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 made it possible for him to be elected. It's the yeah. and it's the reaction that everyone's but having to him being elected. No, he's swell. Uh, yeah, no, I, agree, I I agree with you. Yeah, I think we all agree with that, but that we that we're like, yeah, if you're going to like oh, it's it's He's like Hitler, but he's not. He hasn't done anything yet. No, well, I don't mean I, I, that. I mean, and, like, and he's funny. He's got like clown hair, and no, he's running you, around. He's farting, and but, 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 but he probably doesn't fart. But the fact that we, oh, no, they, 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 they had to move his sphincter to the crown of his head for his weird experimental hair. Every time, he, remember the time when he got up and didn't sign the the, the uh, executive order, and he was supposed to sign some shit, and he just got up and walked out. And oh was yeah, like, motherfucker! Like, no, you got to do the thing. He clearly pooped his pants. He made a. <laughs> He made he oh, made wow. he, he made chocolate poopies and had to get the yeah. fuck out of there. Probably right. Yeah. No. Yeah. At his age, I mean, I shit my pants all the time. Yeah. On the reg, as the kids say. <laughs> On the reg, fam. Oh, grandpa! If you, me, if you get me high enough and I cough and then walk away. <laughs> be glad we weren't carpooling. That's that's. But no, I mean, we're, it's like, if we thought that we could have just uh, him, you know, it's, but it's what he represents and all that shit. It's, and it's, we all, we all, I think most of us even like, we, we're, we're like, you know what? And now it doesn't even matter. What if we, if, if the, if the, if the blue side of this like weird two headed beast, like now takes advantage of the nauseating like 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 right. whatever happens next we all agree we're more we're going to be more bummed out about but universal health care but, but it's, yo universal health care is that's what happens is you get this bumbling guy who freaks out all of his underlings and to the point of trying to jam through these uh, rotten fucking health care bills 
alerting everyone in the country. This is what happens when you let super wealthy people be in control. They don't care about you. This isn't a new idea. This has been happening since the fucking Industrial Revolution. So you have this nice reminder. Look what happens when they start running shit. They don't care if you die. Now everyone knows it. And then because John McCain has this brain tumor and he doesn't care about getting reelected and he's not in it for politics anymore. This guy stops the whole fucking thing, which means we're one step closer to universal health care. So I'm not saying this is because Trump is, is, is like meaning that to happen or good. Or he's obviously just this, uh, he's exactly what you would imagine the antichrist would look like but still in that no really you know like if you don't really, you do you guys does anyone here look at the bible and check to see if like anyone's the antichrist because trump every might day. be the antichrist well yeah the last time i checked the antichrist was uh, had a, a fatal head wound uh that he recovered from it's, it's like a description Is that true? I was, yeah I, I tweeted it what? to you because you were you were talking about something and i was like oh is it because we always you know listen i don't always the, check my everybody Twitter. always thinks the book of revelations is talking about bill clinton or whatever you know like they always they always update who it's talking right, about. right yeah so, everyone but, thought obama was the antichrist but one thing's for sure because i was always going like well i've read revelations i, I i'm waiting for a guy who it gets shot in the head in like a war but he survives and then everyone he's like a war hero because it kind of says i looked at he had a he had a wound in his head and yet he he lived or something like that and it was like oh god it's his scalp surgery it's his fucking oh, it, yeah. like, like, like like if you could if you if you were looking at Donald Trump but you had the x-ray vision provided you by Christ um, you wouldn't see his fake hair and, and anything you'd see so you'd see him as a ghost and aura and you'd see at the top of his head just like Darth Vader there'd be this like amazing like fucking like le- like weird symbol like or something symbol. like where this weird doctor tried to like twist his head like a like a fucking like end of a sausage to make his sideburns turn into his hair something that something that hurt him enough that he ran into his wife's bedroom and pulled her hair out and yelled at her and and and, and, and as she put it uh, for, for, had sex with me with his semi-hard penis yeah <sighs> And then she went and cried in her mom's room for two days, and when she came back, her hair was still spread on the bed, and he was laying there in his bathroom, and he said, does it hurt? Mm. So logistically, <laughs> if we want to do nitrous, do we get tanks and balloons up here? Hey, I know how to do it. I know how to do it. I know how to get nitrous. I looked it up. I know how to get nitrous. So I think we should Also, are we breaking any, any kind of criminal yeah, codes yeah, by doing that? I know, I know right. how to do it. Not if there's a dentist present. No. <laughs> You don't need a dentist. So what you do is you apply for a catering license in L.A. For real? Yeah. And if you apply for a catering license, because they have to, I guess, caterers are like always making whipped cream or something. Oh, yeah. Always. They can't get it. buy a tank of nitrous oxide. Yeah, but that's not... We're talking about how to score, not how to make it legal. No, you can buy it. You can just buy it. I can buy. No, we can go right now and buy some whipped cream chargers. Yeah, you you, probably get back by nitrous show. Nitrous little canisters and do whippets. Yeah, but those are annoying. You get these silver things. Oh yeah, I'm just saying it's not impossible. But I'm saying legally, legally, we're probably not allowed to do a podcast. No, not for recreational purposes. And just inhale balloons. But if you get arrested for that, that's the coolest way to get arrested. There's I, cool. There's cool ways to get arrested. I just I, I want to make sure we know who we're getting into. I want to get arrested for doing nitrous oxide on Harmontown. All right, I let's fucking do it. I 
don't want to get dragged downtown. Uh, the, like, like, like the Van Halen video, or just like, like uh, we're, we're we're in towels for no reason. <laughs> Panama. Um, the the the, the uh, look it up and look up that thing where he pulled his wife's hair out of her head. Uh, it, 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 they, yeah, they wore towels. Panama in the in the video. I think yeah, there was like a shot of David Lee Roth being like, but but I don't and I don't know if it was fake or it was probably fake. I mean like what was it? But it was like it was David Lee Roth in a towel. Uh, uh, being like, like, like pulled, like I don't know, from a hotel by cops or something. But. Oh boy, that's a score. I think it was Panama. Yeah. Anyways, uh, look, what about that girl in Intervention who inhaled the uh, the, the the keyboard cleaner stuff? Is that is that what's the keyboard cleaner? Is that that's not that's not the same as doing nitrous? That's no, not that's nitrous gotta oxide. be some, like kind, some of kind of other chemical. Some kind of chemical. Yeah. So she was fucking herself up. She still made it through. She emerged. You know, I, I watched the reunion specials and. Yeah. Right. But I, yeah, I wonder where she's at now, man. They that need to the, do. That where the are they of, now? That, that's like the top. That's all the, the intervention fans' favorite episode because she's just. <laughs> she's. I'm living the so, dream. There's a, there's a gif there's a gif of her where she's like so she goes like I feel like I'm walking on sunshine. It's so disturbing. Wait, there, there's, there's a there's a cleaner specific to keyboards. Well, it's like sure, compressed keyboards. air. Oh wait, I've got a great story about this man. Like so, computer computer cleaner, like a oh, blast compressed air. air. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I, I have some friends in New York who sublet their apartment to somebody. And they got a call from their landlord, and their landlord's like, hey, you need to come back. And they're like, why? And they're, he's like, well, because the person you sublet your apartment to is, is dead on your couch. And so they come back to the fucking apartment, and this guy is surrounded by keyboard cleaner. Like, it's the, the compressor. He went to Target and bought, I guess, a thousand dollars worth of keyboard cleaner and committed suicide oh. via keyboard cleaner and he had melted into their couch. So it was just this like purple, bloated, melted corpse surrounded by Target bags and keyboard fucking cleaner. What a dick! That's how. <laughs> Bad. That's bad subletting. Yeah. We know that's that. That's like, come on. Like, that's Whatever happened to manners? <laughs> There's so many better you're ways a, to you're live. You're a guest in their house. Yeah. Asimov's four laws of subletting. <laughs> First, do, do, no, do no cleaners. Wait, so how do you do... Clean. Do, 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 do you just inhale it? Like, what do you yeah, do? You, I guess you inhale it. You, yeah. like, you would pop... I don't know. Maybe they put it in a bag and breathe it out of the bag. I'm not sure. Uh, she was just sucking on a straw, like, uh, and she, yeah. uh, she had like burns on her lips. Like, yeah, I think you want the constantly. propellant or whatever that liquid stuff is. I think it's that chemical that they're into, but who knows? Uh, <laughs> the other, but she, she goes. Uh, so, th- so, their so, bottom so. lines in the intervention episode is that they were gonna like um, call the. Um, call animal control because she had cats that she loved but they were like worried about her cats so that was like you know an intervention you had to try to find these bottom lines right. leverage and stuff so they pull the trigger on because she walks out of the intervention and then they're like alright call call the cops call the animal people about the cats the, the cops come to her door and then it's like she's like hanging out in her bedroom with her sister and then the, and then someone says like hey uh, the, the police are here and she goes like the po-po <laughs> Hey, can I say something kind of self-indulgent just to add to something that you said before I came out? You said this thing, and you're not on Twitter anymore, you said this thing 
I don't even, I, I'm not going to quote you right, so forgive me. But he said something along, I don't feel like making people laugh. I'm, I'm down more than I'm up. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, man, and this is really cheesy. Maybe somebody could play the national anthem while I say this. But <laughs> I feel like the moment people like you and you start getting like that, then if there really was some kind of nefarious cobble of evil people who wanted to destroy art on planet Earth by making artists feel completely hopeless, then the moment you guys are like, I'm not gonna go on Twitter anymore, I'm not gonna do this shit anymore, they fucking win. They're really winning then. And then the thing that you guys put out into the universe gets thwarted by what? Some fucking like, what? Like, really? Well, you know, I, I, that's, that's depressing that's, to me. That's part of the bummer of, of walking away from it, and it's also part of the, uh, the hook that keeps you there. But the, the nice different split is just begin off the white and, like, like go away, evolve, come back. Like, I'm right. not going yeah. to... I didn't delete my account. Tw- just, Twitter doesn't have to be a factor in it. Like, the, 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 the beauty of being on tour, like, you know, I was on the road for the last couple of weeks... Is that when you you wake up in a bad mood and you, you turn on the news and it's just it's just like it's shocking and it goes against everything that you believe in it's just like just simple things like his ties and his fucking you know like <laughs> like the, the, like the, the misuse of the yeah. of the English language and like all that shit like forget about the hatred of women and people of color and fucking every fucking other thing uh, the, the 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 great news is that we have to like stay. Like focused enough to go on stage and still be funny, and then the fact that we get to go do that is awesome. And because when we're on stage, that's the easiest part of the day. Like and to go out there and you know just just tell a dick joke. It's, it's make make the world happy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. You, you're absolutely right. Like we, we we can't just all descend into sadness and darkness and. and no, you have to double fight. It's like that's the thing. It's like not only do you have to like not descend into sadness and darkness, you have to like triple activate. Like the whole point is like to go the opposite direction, even though it is bleak and horrible. I mean, it always seems like a. God forgive me, man, but because no, com- there's no job of a comedian or job of anybody else or job of comedy or any of that <laughs> bullshit. But just from a you know basic like, when the darkness grows, then that's when you're really supposed to be shining the light. Praise God! And if you're not fucking doing that, then what are you doing? Exactly, I agree. We I, I, but the the thing about like now, like like if you're going to be a comedian, and the thing like comedians should stick to comedy. And, uh, and, and leave politics to the experts. Well, there are no fucking experts. Like, politicians should stick to politics and not do comedy. Uh, but when you go on stage and you tell a joke, it's really funny. Like, like we were in Indianapolis. You can, t- you can talk shit about Mike Pence because they hate him in Indianapolis. <laughs> you go outside of Indianapolis, they love, it's a red state. They, they love him there. But you can hammer on fucking Mike Pence in Indianapolis. Um, but the thing is, when you tell a really, like, let's say it's not even a political joke, you just mention him or say something, you know, stupid. The people, people don't feel comfortable laughing about anything political. And I was like, you know, I know that like no one wants to hear Dan and I or our guests or Spencer like us talk politics about Trump. We don't have anything new to say. It's just us grousing about the same old shit. But when you do a show like, like you know, we go out and do improv and do comedy, you can tell some neutral joke and mention Donald Trump or mention Nancy DeVos or mention whoever. People that might have laughed don't know who they're sitting next to, and they don't know if the person next to them is going to be really into that or not into that or whatever. So just everyone is just kind of just kind of neutralized, and things don't get to be as funny because no one knows if their parents are going to be pissed off or the neighbor is sitting next to them or whatever. Like comedy, you either have to be not talking about politics at all and be hilarious, or 
be Lenny Bruce and be punk rock and George Carlin and shit and like fucking be so so active be a comedian yeah exactly. I mean that's the idea it's like fuck it the idea is like okay fine I, my instincts are telling me this is funny and I'm in some stupid time period where people are incredibly confused okay fine well still blast it out there man blast it out there because the moment any of us stop blasting it out there then if they're then 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 they win right but they win they win if you keep blasting and you and you uh i in my opinion at least this goes for me there's other people there's people out there that are good at uh being angry and we want them to be angry like uh, uh, yeah. uh but but i like if 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 i've lost my humor then what am i going to fall back on my my uh p- political science degree i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about look what about. jimmy kimmel just uh, did I, no, also, jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel what he did is he either read a, he read he fucking researched and it was like that's that's my point like it, it was like that it, 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 it like I, that's why i'm like i need to fucking step out of this like you know professional wrestling ring stop running around with a folding chair that looks identical to everyone else's and like just being part of the general melee because part of the, part of what the enemy wants you to think is that life sucks and that it's chaotic and it stupid and it, and all that stuff so like that is why like you know when, when, when Lauren Duca tweets when 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 you know when, when when my heroes on Twitter right now they're the people that are like they're they're they have this insight but then they're also like they have this grace because and then you go like oh that's an advertisement for being with the, on the good guy's side because if you can it's not that this stuff isn't important and shouldn't make you angry it's that you, if you're a billboard you can't be a billboard dripping with shit because then everyone's like well I don't want to buy that razor it's covered in shit like that person's not happy like right. that, that person keeps telling me like, people give me advice all the time like for 40 years the reason why I haven't quit drinking yet is because everyone that's ever asserted it with any degree of, of you know assertion is they're miserable and I was just like, like it's, it's, it's always a deal breaker I'm like look man just come up to me Chris Hardwick's like the biggest billboard for sobriety I've, 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 I've ever encountered like he's genuinely a happy seeming guy but you know, behind his eyes, I think maybe he goes home and does stuff to like. Uh, oh, there's, uh, there's fucking. There's. Like but that's, I, that's I, none of my business. I, I've but, been to his like place. What? I've been to his place, and there's Target bags fucking but, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> but he. <laughs> but he. Uh, I'm just saying. I, I don't know what's in those bags. But. but he's like. He's like the most pleasant. Like anyway, I'm, I'm just saying. Like when you, if it's if you're telling people to uh, lighten up, or if you're telling people to, you know, you really ought to know your facts. Or anything you're. Whenever you're telling somebody else what to do, like holy shit, you better be happier than them. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you know, with comedy, man, the thing I always love about it is not so much it's like ethical compass or moral compass what i love about it is the way it warps reality and i love the way that like with comedy and and a, and a really great great comedians what they do is regardless of anything other than just this and now this is not to say this is how we should act comedians should only be funny or comedians should not be funny now or whatever i'm just saying the moment you encounter great art whether it's comedy or a painting or a movie you feel hope Because you're like, humans are fucking cool. That's amazing. And when you start watching comedians warp what's happening right now in any kind of way at all that's successful, no matter how lofty or how mundane, I think it adds to the sum total of joy in the world. And the more joy there is in the world, I just got back from Burning Man. The more joy there is in the world, the more chance we have to make sure that we don't do this again. And that's why it's important to fucking fight. Thank you. Uh, I said Nancy DeVos, I meant Betsy DeVos. Uh, 
I'm still wondering if it's Lauren Duca because the last time I, I, I was there, half the time I say Lauren Deluca. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think we're disagreeing on any any important points, right? Where I, 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 I mean, you 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 you're saying it's important to be. Um, you're saying it's important to be, to, for for I- I- entertainers. That, that, that word seems cringeworthy. I, I, but but like like it, it, they become important. I mean, this Kimmel thing. The fact that I'm not on Twitter and I heard about the Kimmel thing is why Jimmy Kimmel did a good thing. Like, like it, it became. It's it, it it does it raises all this awareness. It's like yeah. it's a, it's like he it's a, it, it, it and and it but it, it's particularly great that it wasn't just some quip. You know, it was it was it was also like on top of it, he was like passionate and in a yeah. funny way, like put you know is like is like making this part of the sideshow, the now front and center. That's that is the sh- that's why it's so important. I agree with all that, and that's exactly why I got I, I like I'm just sitting there talking. To, I'm just arguing with fucking Ooh, I love it. going like I, going, I block you. I'm gonna block you. I can't believe over the last couple of days I I started to like Kim Jong Un, the NFL, and Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yes, it's the. <laughs> when, when, when did quarterbacks become agitators? It's fucking amazing. It's glorious. That's fucked up. It's glorious. I can't believe up. it turns out James Woods, when he when he played Roy Cohn, apparently was doing it because he thought that he was a cool guy. Like I, I didn't know James Woods was a fucking monster. Holy right. shit! I mean, I thought I was thinking like guys play monsters when you're like casting a monster. Like we need a monster. Ah, let's get that guy. That is that like an actual monster that shows up and goes like yeah, monster performance uh, here we go you need to do this cocaine you need to do this cocaine <laughs> cut jimmy great oh wow you're amazing you, ex- you i just i'm conditioned by hollywood to expect that guy to be like to act like tom hanks as soon as they call cut you know <laughs> like where's a baby let me kiss it no but he's just like fucking uh slime in a in a in a human shaped cup yeah, what you're saying, I think what we're all saying is like, like you, you can't just be a comedian and, and go out and tell jokes and have fun now. You have to do two things at once now. You have to be like doing squats and push-ups at the same time. Like you have, you have to, you have to still be fighting for what you believe in, which is not always going to be funny. And then you still have to uh, smile and, and help other people laugh and, and do that. It too. just depends on where you land, man. Because it's like some of us believe that, like, uh, God damn it, what do they say in Game of Thrones? Chaos is a ladder. What do they say? Oh, is that yeah. the word? <laughs> Chaos. But some is of a us, ladder. some some people just believe that it's like yes, if you can art whatever. The, the, I, what I always loved about comedians is that you, you comedians get to do whatever they want. That means that if you want to be completely shallow, have nothing to do with politics, and just blurt out some ridiculous thing, you can do that. It's okay. Also, if you feel in like you have some heady thing to say that has no punchline, you can say that too. You're a fucking comedian. You represent the part of the human spirit that is unconquerable by the gods, which means that you are ultimately free. You can do whatever you want, no matter who the president is or who the president isn't. So no comedian has a moral obligation. No comedian doesn't have a moral obligation. But anytime a comedian successfully pulls off real comedy, they're bending space, if you ask me. And that bending of space and time and the paradigm and the gestalt and the archetypes is a fucking miracle. And whenever it happens, people are like, 
holy shit, this is a pretty good universe. Hurricanes, earthquakes, and all. And that makes people feel a little more excited about being alive. And that means that my friend's couch won't end up with a fucking rotting corpse on it. Somebody sucking back nitrous oxygen. I feel like we're just only, we're only a couple years away from when art and politics beautifully merge when we have Senator Kid Rock. Fuck, so that's really... Because that's where... Can't wait. That's where I get back on board. Uh, we're great. People are great. We don't need them. That's the main thing. We don't need them. We're fine. We're going to be fine no matter what. This is fucking Harmontown. We're fine. This was supposed to be a cult. What happened? We're going to be fucking fine. Well, we proved it last week. Dan told everyone to go fuck themselves and they're still here. That's exactly what a cult leader does. Come on. Next week, I start, I start, I start revealing that I somehow need to sow the seeds of the... And Let's it's, do uh, it. And, and according to the to the book of, of uh, whatever I'm reading, uh, you know, it just shakes out that the you know the age of the girl has to be okay. What if like David Koresh was like, 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 like ten, ten years from now? Because now that we're on like live stream and stuff like that, the, the shots of the audience, you just start noticing that everyone starts wearing the same color. <laughs> do it. We're, we're all wearing white outfits all of a sudden. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's all wear white outfits and do nitrous oxide and move to the next level of the show. Let's all get. Let's. let's Let's build like like we'll do a big art installation and we'll build the world's biggest van. <laughs> we'll all get in that van. We'll all just start doing nitrous together. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I just uh, yeah. I mean, I'm no, I'm glad I'm glad it all happened. Like I'm a big piece of shit and a fucking blowhard. No, you're not. And I've been wrong about everything, and I it's good it's good to start there. It's like a second childhood now. I'm like. Oh man, I didn't know what any of that shit meant, you know. And it's good because, like, also another side of that thing that you're talking about, where comedians are like, it's good that comedians were basically like, after the election, they were like, "Look, man, I, I can't. I, 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 what, what do you mean, get back to work? Get back to work doing what? I, like, my, my, what I was doing before was, and, and, and then, but then as they're explaining that and having to defend themselves, I, I can't. For me, it was like there was this valve in my head where I was like, wait, what's the rest of that sentence? It's like. Because you need to acknowledge that what you're really saying is that you were kind of happy with the way society was before. You, you know, you did a lot of fucking complaining. <laughs> you, 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 you constantly acted like you were above everything. And, and, that, and because that was like an easier way to, like, I don't know, it was just easier in general. It was easier to live that way, easier to be funny. And so now that's another good reason why this happened because I think comics are like, well, well wait, I, listen, I... I my flow chart, it wasn't I woke up in the morning and uh, uh, looked at a newspaper, then put it out of my head and put my clown shoes on. My whole thing was that I lived in the world that we were living in together and also was entertaining you and was able to say whatever I wanted. Don't tell me to get back to work and ignore what's going on. But th there is like that interesting part. It's like, oh, because you, you weren't talking about politics before. Not that you should have, but it's like interesting then to retroactively go like, oh, geez, I guess I liked I, I liked my bipartisan fucking technocracy. I liked my oligarchy. I liked my I liked my thinly veiled or thickly veiled fascism. I liked my right. I liked my right of center. Uh, well, I'm uh, glad you admit uh, that. First world least. empire, where my toilet paper was soft yeah. because somehow indirectly it was it softened with Arab blood. You know, like it was a like oh man, this feels so extra that's good. Ne it's never been proven. It's never been proven. <laughs> somehow there's a way to prove it. I'm sure there was a time when. British colonists here were like, this is great. 
You know, we're paying a lot of taxes. This is so this is okay. Oh man, can you imagine the fucking like arguments back then? Because it's like you were committing treason for real if you were patriotic. Yeah, you yeah. Were, yeah, you were a terrorist. But you realize, like, it's like okay, so you you know, you and I are the same age, which means that we have lived for our entire lives without the fear of the draft. So we've lived our entire lives with these kind of like uh, outrageous American wars that happen. American wars are really interesting because in most other places, when there's a war. It's like an actual bar fight. You hit the person, they hit you back. An American war, we hit the person, they don't hit us back. And when they do hit us back, if they don't hit us back in a way that we've deemed the right way to hit us back, then we call them terrorists. So that's an American war. So we've been living in a time period where every single city that we've lived in, thank God, has not been bombed. I guarantee you don't know what a bomb smells like. I sure as fuck don't. Don't fucking high road me. I'm gonna high road you, bitch! I grew up in Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. That's like the Belfast of Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, you know what a bomb smells like. You I... know what an M80 is? My friend Tony Schumacher almost took his thumb off. Just imagine a lot of M80s. That's what a bomb smells like. Well, the, the, all, you also probably don't know what it smells like. No, none of us know, thank God. Many, many of us don't know. I, I hope most of us, all of us don't know what, what it smells like when a bunch of people are on fire together. We don't know that. And that's an American war. We set people on fire. We blow them up. We disintegrate them. We're doing it for a very, very long time. So now what's happening is that shit's getting weird for us. And we don't want it to be weird because we don't want to get pushed into actual action. Yeah, exactly. That sucks. Yeah. But guess what? You've got to fucking do it, no. man. It doesn't. You got no. to. You have to. I'm old. I yeah, was almost retired. So was George Washington. He was a soldier when he was Why young. He couldn't tell a lie. I can tell them. I. <laughs> I still have my teeth. I, 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 I just, I could, I could just slip at almost 45. It's like a right age to just shut up and sneak away with your Trey Parker money and just fucking just make your cartoon. Maybe you're write not a Broadway gonna do that, play. Man. You know, like you're not going to do that with your money, man. You're going to use that money for better things. And we're in like, you're going to, you're going to use that money. First of all, to shelter all of us in some kind of beautiful compound I have $30,000 in my checking account. That is not a lie. I have spent all of my money on my shitty cartoon studio. Um, because, but I'm probably going to be a millionaire in a couple weeks. Because it, it's just... It's, he looked at his watch. He looked at his... He looked at his fucking Apple iWatch. <laughs> Because he has the stocks app. You Come have on. It in your calendar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have my Tesla stock's going yeah. up. I don't have a car, but I invested in Tesla. Give him some credit. Cody's still got the Tesla stock. Oh, I should. Wait, wait. Am I, is that illegal to, to tell? No, that's not no, insider trading. I'm not, I don't work at Tesla. I don't know. It's like, Co- Cody's got Tesla stock, and she's like, she's like, because it, keep, it keeps going up, but she's like, she's like, it's like, it's weird when you have a stock that is like in something. Like, you hear all these, whatever. That's not How an interesting stocks? topic. How many stocks? Three. I don't, what the fuck? Also, know. also, you guys, Cody. Cody, uh, Cody really likes Blue Bonnet at Santa Anita in the, uh, the second race. <laughs> the, the, the Saturdays. Blue Bonnet. <laughs> uh, I got the horse right here. The name is Paul Ruth here. Sorry. Uh, wait, what were we talking about? Fuck, I'm sorry. I, I, I Fucking revolution, baby. We're talking yeah. about revolution. We're talking about the idea that at some point in history, whether you like it or not, Things change. This is like, it's no point in being ahistoric. If you look at history itself, 
inevitably, black plagues, World War II's, World War I's, Vietnam's, things happen, shit changes. And when shit changes, then it, it's up to us, the people, to do something about it and to not be so decimated by the reality of history, which is that sometimes bad people get into office and do rotten fucking things, and our job is not to pay attention to whatever the current laws of the land are. Our job is to get a fucking catering license and to buy <laughs> fucking as much nitrous oxide as we can, man. We gotta do it! And I would also add... I would also add, if you're still at this late date using toilet paper with Arab blood in it, stop doing that. You know, just, just, just get regular toilet paper. It doesn't, it doesn't really affect the white. It just, it just irritates our allies and our enemies abroad. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, thank you. It's good, it's good of you to, this is a good time to, to, to get this, this boost. I mean, it's just, all it is, is it's like, it's like you're running a marathon. Like, we've never... We're, we're very lucky, and realizing that That's we're right. lucky is is exhausting. That's how lucky we are. The, the, it's strenuous realizing yeah. how lucky we are. That's like hard work. Right. It's like it's like when I when I do a little uh, dance when I rap, and then I'm like uh, two days later, I'm like out of breath, and my doctor's like, "What have you done?" Um, it's 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 like it's like you got to start somewhere, and somewhere is like yeah. holy shit, my whole. But it's like, and that's what it is. It's like it's been nine, It's almost been a year. And it's like, we're, like I, I, no, not everybody's hitting exhaustion points at the same time. I just like, it's like, I'm just pulling in. I pulled into the Twitter pit stop thing and was like, I'm doing something wrong out there. Like, I, I'm not, because I'm not really doing anything to check. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting angry and I'm like, I, for all I know, on some chart somewhere, I'm like actually helping the bad guy because I'm just sort of like driving no, you're really not. angry and like screaming around. But it's just, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt that much to pull over for a second no. and go like, okay, why am I out there? What am I doing? Change right. the tires? Go back out there with a fucking monster car. You know, yeah. like, 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 like some crazy monster mobile or something that's like you, you assembled because you like thought about it for a second. Right. Um, and and that, uh, no promises there. I'll probably just go back and promote Rick and Morty. But, but uh, um, hey, I mean, you that's know. That's fine too. guy like me gets really rich you know i can always be one of those like casablanca guys it's like funding stuff uh under the table or something lots of people do that man like yeah. the uh like this venue could be like the you know like a, some kind of like uh like the rick's cafe yeah yeah exactly like I, I could just be like come on don't i don't do nothing you leave me alone you nazi goofs well the the uh and, and then and then like a comic goes up and goes like fuck i don't think you should burn people because they're not white and then they're like what do, how do you explain this observation comedy hey uh, hey reggie watts does what he's gonna do he's just uh that's hilarious. He thinks off the top of his head. Uh, guys, do you think they give me a script beforehand? Uh, why don't you I I feel, have a gin and tonic? Pardon me, Mr. Harmon. I, I find your impression of Humphrey Bogart a little, a little, <laughs> a little too New York Jew. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I kind of sound like that Nazi from the Vice video. <laughs> like, man, the Jews. Eh? I got a bunch of Jews. <laughs> Except for a son-in-law and a Jew. I got the Jews and the blacks. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what was that guy doing? He sounded like Bob Hope. All right. Sorry, what, what were you... I was gonna say that uh, you guys know Dr. Bronner's soap, right? Yeah. So yeah, what's really cool about them? It's made of Arabs. Dr. All... Bronner's Stoke? The soap. Yeah. Dr. Soap. Dr. Bronner's soap. The shit they sell it like the soap that has like a, like a political treatise written on the back of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know nothing about this, but continue. It's fascinating. The story's fascinating. So like Dr. Bronner, Emmanuel Bronner, his entire family 
died in, in the Holocaust. And he came to the United States and uh, he, um, he like had this like vision basically. He had this like message that he wanted to send and he was like writing, I guess, little pamphlets that he was trying to give to people. But he was also making soap and everybody wanted the soap, but nobody wanted the fucking pamphlet with the weird <laughs> shit written on it. So he realized, oh, I'll just put the fucking, the, the things that yeah. I'm saying on the, it's awesome. on the soap. It's pretty awesome. So what's interesting about that family, the Bronner's family, is they put salary caps on themselves, and then they give everything over that salary cap. All right, I don't like where this is going. Where? Where? It's cool. I have $30,000 in my checking account. I'm 44 years old. I get, will you, so you're saying that you're getting like $30,000, that's where you're at. Where's all your, I'm saying when there's a million dollars in that account, I'm not going to put a cap on it what? yet. I want to see if it can be too, just for a second. But you could, the point is like the moment you do start like figuring out ways to like uh, harness money energy and not using it just for yourself, you can start doing shit. Like what they do is they give money to like psychedelic therapy. They've given... I think over a million dollars to the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies just to work on MDMA with PTSD. And they give money to all kinds of groups like that. So the point is, like, one form of being revolutionary is actually using your talent to get a bunch of dough and then instead of keeping that money, giving that money to, to uh, yeah. implicitly subversive organizations that are going to like transform society in their own way. That's how you really would start creating cool ripples, you know? There's also... Give your money away, you pig! Tell him to give his money away, people! Take it, it from him! I'll tweet his address. You can go to his house. He, he, he just told us in a week he's going to be a millionaire. So fucking yeah. yeah, yeah. Can, can I be one for a week then after that? Do you how know do you how have, long I've been you waiting? Have, you have 19 TV shows. How do you have $30,000? I'm paying for all of them. You think, what do you think? You think, you think when you go pitch a show and they say, we'll take it, they give you money? They take money. You have to go develop the show now. It's, it's a fucked up business, man. I, I, I did a really dumb thing opening a studio. It's like, it's like opening a restaurant. It's just like, like, wait, what are you, like, like, what are you doing? You don't see any other restaurants Shit. around here? What are you trying to be, Sony? You fucking moron! They owe people money. They're Sony. <laughs> the studios report a loss every year. Uh, but yeah, but along the way, I've got hooked up with some cool people. Not hooked up in the millennial sense. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've met some cool people and I, th I like to think like that there will be shows now coming that I'm excited about that maybe wouldn't have existed if I, if I didn't go put my big pumpkin on the table at right. TBS and go like, plus I'll be there. <laughs> but aren't you making that big Rick and Morty money? Isn't that, isn't that a that's thing? What, well, that's, what, that's why I'm going to be a millionaire soon. Can I see your watch? <laughs> what do you have on there? What does it say? Even alert? Yeah. It's just a pentagram. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> this keeps looking at a pentagram. What is that? A, a minute ago it was 9-11. Right, uh, yeah, I was going to say, it also says 9-12. You're, you're one of those guests that they gave the ultimate compliment to. They didn't, 9-11 came and they didn't say anything. They kind of did. Oh, okay. Uh, we were making noise at the time. What kind of noise? Uh, cheer, general cheers. Oh. General Cheers. Right. Cor Corporal General Big Cheers, Bang reporting for duty. Hi, I'm Jeff B. Davis from Harmontown, sitting here with uh, Spencer Crittenden. Hey, guys, we're here to talk to you about Rhetoric Coffee. Are you guys coffee drinkers? 
Are you junkies? Do you get up in the morning and you're, you're just no good until you have that cup of coffee? Or do you just like to sweat a lot and get the shits? Yeah, no, that second one is definitely me. I like to sweat a lot and get the shits. Does that apply to this ad at all? Uh, strangely, yes. We're talking about Rhetoric Coffee. Rhetoric Coffee doesn't just give you unwanted diarrhea. It's the best subscription service coffee you'll ever taste in your life. Rhetoric commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive has a special life and is a unique organic work of art. I, we got this like bag right here. They, they, they gave us bags of coffee. I'm like... This is me crinkling a bag of rhetoric coffee. Look, I'm opening it right now. Oh my god, it smells like heaven. It's it smells like it smells like being like a like a like a angsty teen. He's Spencer is actually eating full coffee beans, right? Those are good. <laughs> Dear God. Those are great. Oh, somebody call the police. Not only are they fun to chew on, you could probably make coffee out of them. And you get to feel good about drinking that coffee because it's what I call ethical coffee. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists that put the art on the bag with the coffee in it that Spencer is now currently chewing. Oh, yeah. Everyone wins. <laughs> You're a fucking monster. <laughs> their relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everyone wins. Everybody wins. Everyone wins. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling. They're getting high on their own supply. You know, they say not to do that, but it's also, I guess, a mark of quality in some sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go to a drug dealer that doesn't get high on his own supply. That makes me feel like he doesn't believe in the product. It might not be good business sense, but it's definitely, you know, a good product. Yeah. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com and sign up now and use the promo code FERAL, F-E-R-A-L, for a 30% off discount. <laughs> go to FERAL. F-E-R-A-L, for 30% off. Your first roast. You, ne you never forget your first roast, Spencer. I, I never will. The first roast is the deepest. That's R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C coffee.com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Coffee so good, you can chew it. Get a bunch of uh, wild uh, chicken spencer chewing just to have. As, 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 like, uh, uh, how's your testicle? You beat cancer. <laughs> still gone. Do you still you still have to go in every six months and like uh, and, like make sure that no. it's not coming back or anything like that? No. So um, they eventually just go. You're free and clear, or do they just keep keep it lengthening? Well, you can make a decision about that, and you can make the decision based on statistics. So you can go in for a certain number of scans. You can go in for a bunch of scans. You can like go in for like as many as you want. And every scan you go go for, there's a you know they're they're looking at your body to see if the thing is like spreading. But um, so yeah, at one point I realized like you know I don't want to just I just don't want to keep getting like fucking MRIs and. CAT scans and stuff and, and lung x-rays, you know? I'm just going to, like, see what happens. And if I die, uh, then I'm going to die of that, I guess. But right. so far, I feel great and everything's fine. So awesome. if I kick the bucket, forgive me. I told that to him. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I think if you, if you kick the bucket, the general rule is you're forgiven. <laughs> yeah, not all the time, man. Well, there's a not couple of people, yeah. They're like, yeah. Everyone just kind of spits and... <laughs> 
But you know what? The way cancer really fucked me up was uh, not the physical stuff. The physical stuff sucks. The way it, it fucks you up is it, it teaches you about impermanence. And like, that's a really rough thing because it's like we live in a, in a society that doesn't really understand impermanence. And most people, I remember like before cancer, I'll go and look at my podcast before cancer and I'll just think about the way I was before cancer. And it's awesome because you're like running around. You're like, I'm fucking going to live forever. <laughs> you're reading Ray Kurzweil. You're like, shit, man, I think I really might be one of the people who lived to be a thousand. <laughs> They're going to turn rocks into computers in 2040. You believe it. So it's kind of what's really funny about fucking uh, cancer is it does the exact same thing to you that the IRS does your bank account. Because like, where you're like, everybody has a temporal bank account. So like everybody has this like, you guys all if you haven't like really like tasted death you probably have like a a bank account filled with all these years and you run around acting like a fucking trust fund kid because you're like man i got this bank account it's fucking stocked with years you go to the atm you're like look at all those fucking years man that's awesome (laughs) i'm fucking got so many years and then uh when you get cancer you're like oh fuck i might overdraft I, I, I owe 40 years. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and what that does to you is simultaneously obviously tragic, but one of the most beautiful gifts of all time. And uh, uh, because what it gives you is this like incredible connection with the now. Because you're like, you realize like, oh my God, this big fucking lie about how long I think I'm going to live or how right. long people think they're going to live. This is just another fucking lie, man. They want you to believe you're going to live to 70, 80 years. Because if you believe that and you're going to start investing in like 401ks and responsible living and you're going to be like, but really the reality of it is, is like lots of you aren't going to live past tonight. And this is fucking true. <laughs> And there saying. are no doors. That's a cheap joke. That's of course, a cheap there's joke. always my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I watched a Jonestown documentary and I realized what they did wrong is they, 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 they didn't just have... The, the, they used Kool-Aid. Um, they didn't just have an open bar. Um, so, good night. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it would have been so much easier for him. You know, you hear those Jonestown recordings, and you're like, dude, why didn't you just... Jesus, if you really want these people dead that bad, and you don't yeah. want to have to do this soft shoe... Yeah, like, just God, kill them. My God, yeah. he had to do so much explaining. He's like, come on, don't cry. It's going to be okay. The, the line come that, on, you're just dying, that's all. The line that gets to me, this is the line that gets to me. Mothers, 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 stop your children from crying. We are merely oh. crossing over to the other side. Them first. Yeah. Because they can't yeah. do you. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that is fucking insane. I know somebody who's... Uh, wait, who was I just talking to who's like working on a Jonestown thing? And like, uh, God, now my mind is such a fucking fart. Uh, anyways, but but yeah, if there, there's document, I mean, like I, I, well, I'm not recommending you go to a, like a horrible grim place, but it's but I guess you know what? It, it, watch the Ken Burns Vietnam thing too, because I'm going to because that's one of the things too is like not to normalize what's happening now, but it actually is a little uplifting to to remember or rather know 
I was a little child in 19, I was a baby in 1973. So, but, but it's like, they, they were fucking like, there's a lot of parallels, like just in terms of the national psyche. Like they kind sure. of, they, they, you, people back then were as groovy as they were because they too, like us felt like every day could be the last day that's right. of America. And they really felt that that's what was at stake. They had a lot of reasons to feel that way. They, 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 and, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, I just watched network again too, which is taking place at that time. And, uh, it's, their ne- background network jokes. is kind of a, a gay romp. Like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> like the jokes that they're doing in the background about how you know President Ford's life has been threatened by this or that. They're, they're kind of like they're, they're just setting the time and places. It's like, oh God, yeah, we were the '70s were like a crazy time. Sure, it's not. It's not to say that it's not to normalize. It's just, it feel a sisterhood with the '70s. Watch the Ken Burns thing or watch that. There's a great documentary on the Weather Underground that you should watch. It's really fucking cool. And these these guys, they're uh, yeah. You know what else you should watch uh spider-man <laughs> something by jane austen or something no they're they're, they're you guys are dumb you guys you're aren't not dumb. watching stuff that you're you should watch dumb. what were you watching Yo, guardians 2 yeah jane austen didn't write it I like. I, I finally saw Guardians too. I really liked it. Was it good? Because I, I famously kind of. I think I may have let it slip that I'm, I was. I, I didn't get the. I didn't get the fucking hysteria about Guardians one. But when, I liked and, so, it. and so I put off watching Guardians two for a long time because I was like, these people are nuts about the Guardians thing. And so I'll just. I don't want to watch the sequel because I felt like there were just so many purple people yelling and like I couldn't tell the difference between any of the characters. I and like Rocket. Sounds Raccoon, like DMT. Rocket Raccoon deserves more than to have a camera push on him and then say yeah. Like, like, like that's not that's not clever. Like the camera pushes and you you don't you, you say more than yeah. And, and so I was like I, didn't, I wasn't I wasn't like I was like I don't get this. This movie isn't like Citizen yeah. Kane. But then, so so I watched the second one. I was like oh man I love this Drax guy. He's so great. Like I love this raccoon. I was I was like this is really cool. Wasn't was like, Steve Agee in the second one? Yeah yeah he was. <laughs> which cool, I forgot man. and then all of a sudden Steve Agee's that's just so like, badass. Uh, amazing yeah 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 that's great. That's what. That's a guy. If the apocalypse needed to happen for Steve Agee to be in Marvel movies, yeah, fine, I'll take I'd it. I'd love to be around Steve Agee in yeah. the apocalypse. I want Steve Agee to be in every Marvel movie from now on. I, I hope so. Be... He looked great. I haven't seen it yet, but like the stills I've seen, he looks fucking awesome. Yeah, no, he fit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a little space pirate. Oh, but the weather underground. Not to be, <laughs> not to be like too preachy or something, but like definitely check it out because it's cool. Because it's the weather underground. Like Obama would actually get in trouble because he was friends with one of the members, but their motto was bring the war back home. So they, they actually decided that they were going to start blowing up buildings, and they did. And the way they did it is they would call the building and make sure no one was there because they didn't want them to get killed. But uh, it, it was an example of an American revolutionary movement that was like maybe a little fueled by psychedelics. Like there's just like in the documentary they talk about being in their van no nitrous but like here we fucking, go again. like just being in the van they're all like having an orgy in a van as they're driving to like put explosives in a government building to blow up to protest the vietnam war and when you look at that and 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 we're at, like just throw your moral compass away but just when you look at that you realize how great people really are because <laughs> we really because you realize like these these people don't need to do that they could just fucking ignore the Vietnam War like anybody else. They could just ignore it, ignore it, go to your job. We're all doing fine, man. We're fine. You guys have money. I don't know how much you have. You have a little bit. You're not starving. We're fine. 
So it's easy to ignore, which is what they want. So it's kind of cool when people are like, fuck this, we're not ignoring anymore. And then they go to this extreme place, which I obviously am not advocating in any way, but still it represents what can be done. And it's a really inspirational thing to watch because you realize like, shit, man, we could be doing a lot more than we're doing. You know, we can be doing lots, lots more. And if we all start doing lots... You can also build a birdhouse. You don't have to blow anything up. <laughs> you blow up a birdhouse. There were a lot less people in the world back then. There was probably an easier... In the it, Vietnam War? It was easier to blow up a building with no one in it. Uh, I would say these days... I'm not saying blow up buildings. I'm not advocating, like, that level of violence. But And also, like, in the, and I, I will admit this, like, when the Antifa started punching people... I was definitely like having conversations like, you know, I think they've gone too far. <laughs> but like one of the things, then I started like researching them a little bit. And this will get me in trouble on the internet because anytime you like do any kind of like emphasis on like, maybe they're not so bad, you, you will immediately get like a bunch of tweets like, you fucking idiot. Do you know what you've done? Oh, good. But, well, like, I'm not on Twitter. Maybe Antifa is not so bad. Like, I'm very happy to say that. Well, one of the cool things that they, one of, oh, maybe some of them are here. <laughs> one, one, one of the cool things that they say or one of the cool, you know, so people break windows in these protests and they break these windows and people are like, how could you break windows of local businesses? And Antifa, they call those people window protectors. <laughs> They're like, oh, you want to protect windows. That's what you're worried about, fucking windows? Maybe we could form an alliance yeah. at some point. Yeah, In yeah. my world, all the windows are going to break. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so the ones that aren't broken will be polished by Nazis, so I'm breaking a couple windows to yeah. keep you talking, or whatever. I'm not going to justify their stuff. I'm so, I'm just, as I said on your podcast, uh, I'm just so fucking grateful that, like, that not all kids are just like it, it, it's like, like, like that, that some of them all kids are hooligans right so i fucking like i'm so grateful to my hooligan kids who are like i'm gonna be a hooligan today yeah what, what, how, what, how do i where do i direct my hooliganism like towards fucking like like towards the man Dude's towards, pro, towards nazis like i'm gonna fucking like like, yeah, like like if they didn't do that then we'd be extra fucked like and, and, I'm, I'm definitely gonna complain about them last like, complain like, about like, them last and I will admit, man, I did complain about them in the beginning. Anybody in the, in the Antifa listening, I'm sorry, they don't forgive. So well, I guess they're going to hate me. But like the uh, the um, I want to have somebody from Antifa. It's someone from Antifa. I think isn't that isn't that kind of a silly thing? Is it, is it like they're not like a they don't have like a letterhead? I think right? they're decentralized. We've like, got like, somebody like, from Antifa here. They're Steve Levy right? the stage. Steve Levy, <laughs> come on up here. Are you serious? One of the uh, he's the spokesman from the Burbank chapter of Antifa. I want to have also just what? anybody listening who cares about this stuff, like who's like like what the platform and all this stuff and how you're using it. I want I had you know I had Gotham Girl uh, come on. And she was, she's an Eleanor Democrat. She talked about believing in the system and the election was uh, fraudulent. We might we you know there's like like she like, like I I wanted her to have her signal boosted for that reason. I also want to have therefore somebody from the DSA. People have been tweeting me and stuff and and somebody from from Antifa and like you guys have always been so kind to yeah, like 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 that that that's I want to like sprinkle those folks in because it's like turbulent times and and I just wanted to say that out loud so you didn't think that I was like I don't know biased like, well that I well that, that I'm, I don't care if I'm bi I don't, biased I don't know anything I don't know enough I want to have people on that talk about like what to do because I like I don't I don't know what to do so I, I want to talk to the people that are like I don't care if they're doing like shit that's like ugly whatever I want to talk to them all right anyways what 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 what, what, what? 
<laughs> what? Nothing. How you doing? How you doing, Levy? How's, how's things? Things are good. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I saw you a couple weeks ago, you were a little down in the dumps. Yeah. You know it happens. Why? <laughs> How, why do people get down in the dumps? What happened? Oh, I, I, I guess I, I have my heart broken. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. There you go. Here we go again. <laughs> oh boy. I guess I had my heart broken. Can you talk about what happened? <laughs> we, uh, so yeah. you know hearts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, an old friend of mine. We, we, you know, we started. Seeing each other for the first time, really, and uh, trying to make it work. She lives in New York, and um, we were, you know, seeing each other back and forth for a little bit. And then the last time I saw her, was, we, we we parted ways. Because yeah. you guys, you guys went there after a lifetime of childhood sweethearty, yeah, fox and the hound shit. I guess, <laughs> as you would say, we had a real will they, won't they, right. <laughs> And, yeah. and, and then the, now the question is, yeah, it has been answered, and it's won't, they won't. You don't know that. Things change. Well, no, I do know. I mean, that's what he's seeing happen. I'm not, I'm not trying to. I, yeah, I will. After all those years, it was, I, I guess they will, and now they won't. Right. Well, they, they, they did. They did. They yeah. did. <laughs> and now they won't they, again. Now they, right. now they, they don't. Didn't. <laughs> Wait, no. Now it's, a question. now it's more of a did they, don't they. No, they didn't. They did. Now they're not, but they might again. Now, and, is, and, there, and, is there a might they could they or not? I, I don't know. And I don't want to. This is. A, I'm a totally unbiased, objective observer. I have no agenda about like setting you up or wingmanning you or anything. I just. I heard through the grapevine that the reason it didn't work. She complained about something like like uh, you, your your penis was naturally ribbed and. Uh, <laughs> Giant. And then it was not. It was self-lubricating. Yeah. And, and, no. What and, I and it, and it, and it, and it, yeah, it vibrated. That's what I heard. I heard this uh, crazy thing like you can't control it, how fast it vibrates. She didn't like that it had. It also, a, it also had a little prong that came out, which is right, right on the clip. Yeah. Is that true? It, it, yeah, it's a curse. Shaped like it's a rabbit. A yeah. That's brutal. right on the top. There was like a yeah. there, right on the back of the helmet. There's like a <laughs> like, like a pair of rabbit ears that like come out and yeah. go like that. You got a crazy cock, man. <laughs> a little too crazy for some unlucky woman. Yeah. Uh, some women are ready for it. Is... <laughs> some girls aren't ready for the perfect cock. Is what, 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 what we're finding out. <laughs> and your and your your didn't your dick just come back from Texas where it was helping move sandbags for flood victims? I thought it was Puerto Rico. With with, with, with Ryan Gosling and. Uh, I thought the problem was whenever there was a disaster in the world, your cock would detach and fly to the disaster. His balls are, are right now are restoring cell service in Puerto Rico. Oh, can I ask? I want to say, I, I had an. I, 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 I made up. Look, I, ha, I have a cum question. Like, I, I was like, like. Yes. Don't you think? I was telling Cody, because I was like hungover. I don't want to share my. I, 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 you guys don't want to picture me having sex, but I was like, I was having this conversation where I was like, I just, I made some observation where I was like, because I was, I was like. I was like, don't you think it takes a lot of water to, to result in a load of cum? 
I, like, 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 it dehydrates like, like, you? And she was like, what are you talking about? It's like, it's as much water as there is. I'm like, no, it's not like a recipe. You don't like put a little bit of, your body doesn't put a little bit of water in, a, in, a, in, in, in your balls and then put a little bit of, of sperm powder. And like, it's like, like, there's a process. Like, and don't you, don't you think it takes a certain amount of water and a certain amount of sandwiches? Like how many... How, how, like, what do you think? Like, in a load of a load of of, of ejaculate, uh, uh, like, which is like, I think it's like a hundred million sperm are in a in an ejaculate. So there's I, this whole process that you you know the sperm. Is... I just read it's 1.2 terabytes of data. <laughs> wait, shut up! Wait, wait you're, 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 I, I actually did see this. Wait, too. wait, wait! You mean genetically? Like, yeah, a... genetically, the DNA in a sperm equals. So I, I it was like throw... one sperm is equivalent to 35 megabytes. I don't know if it's, it's real. Wait, 1.2 terabytes. One sperm is half the information it takes to make a person. How much? How much? How much data is what? in a person's data? It's expected to be more than 1.2 terabytes. It's amazing that it's just 1.2. Doesn't that ter- imply that a hu- full human being is 2.4 terabytes? No, it implies when you're downloading stuff it's into your computer, it's having an orgasm. Terabytes. Sorry. Say what? What is? We have a. We have a. We have either a computer science major or or a chronic masturbator. Uh, <laughs> The or two both. can happen together. Uh, I don't know which it could be. The two can happen at once. Dan. <laughs> it's impossible for it to be both. Uh, you say you, what, you say you're saying it's 124 terabytes. Are you correcting the data? Of 124 the, of the terabytes. Yeah, Reddit. Just so you know, I did my uh, doctoral thesis on college cum, and it's 1.2. Okay, well, so, uh, yeah, well, that's, got, I mean, that really is, like, we're coming up on the, I mean, because the, I, they're coming up on the, like, we're getting, so we're getting close to, like, you know, well, wait, well, we have peta, what is it, peta, petabytes is next, like, uh, that's yeah. the next highest thing. We, 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 obviously, we have the, whatever, we've mapped the human genome. I'm like, what am I, my grandpa? I'm just like like pretty soon teleportation, man. Once you can store everything, I don't. Teleportation's bad news, man. You know about like (laughs) once you teleport, you're dead. You know. I mean that philosophical thing. Yeah, that's true though. Because like you can't prove it. I can't prove it's me. Yeah. Let me ask you this: if if you could, if you could pick, but like so you got to fly across the country, and if you could pick. Teleportation, but you've got to get kicked in the balls. <laughs> or like flying on an airplane. What do you pick? I never want to teleport because it'll it'd be, that's like at, going in a suicide booth. Yeah. It kills you. That'll be the amazing thing when they invent teleportation. Eventually there'll be a society, I think we'll be dead, but there will be this like concept of like virgins, you know, people who haven't been teleported. That's right. And people will start saying like, like me. Oh, you should talk to Gary. When Gary talks, you can kind of sense that he was, he's using the cells that he was born yeah, with. Yeah, because we can't even fucking print. <laughs> I only date teleporters. Black and white ink. We can't print anything without fucking errors. You think we can print people back out of a fucking Not teleport? yet. You can't even copy a fucking JPEG. No, we'll be so fucked. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. And that's your brain. It's like you come out and you know, like I don't know Spanish anymore. And yep. it's like that's if you're lucky. Like yeah. you'll be and you, so and you, and, fucked. And you know who's gonna say you never knew Spanish? The fucking dipshit that works behind the teleport. Yeah, that's teleported himself a million times a day, and he's just like, no, it 
it's great. But you're assuming the mechanism of teleportation is based on the disintegration, reintegration of the human like atomic structure. What if it's some kind of like, like wormhole? Te tesseract. What if it's some kind of wrinkle oh, I'm in down time with, shit? I'm down with that. So yeah, it's cool. It's got teleporting. That's what's scary. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I know the design. Oh, portals, like walking through a door yeah, into another place. Yeah, that's great. That's safer. Yeah, hook but me up. Have you yeah. read Ringworld? No, no. It's great, but Ringworld's super cool because it's like Larry Niven, and it's like way in the fucking future. But in this world, there is teleportation. I don't know if it's like bending the time-space continuum or like destroying your atomic self and reintegrating it or whatever. But what's interesting about it is like there's no such thing as like any one city. All cities have become one massive city because there's no longer any kind of like distance between right. cities. So what happens on this like like super futuristic Earth, which is really cool, is it? And also they've gotten to the level where they can like change their skin pigment. So suddenly the fashions on the planet change like day to day because everyone's so super connected. So like one day people will just start glowing or like certain like star patterns will appear in people's faces and stuff because they become so interconnected that like I guess I'm petty I just keep saying I'm like come on that's not imaginative <laughs> what the fuck Harmon yeah no I'm listening I'm like oh yeah well, cities get bigger and then they all turn into one big city did you think of it and then everybody can change their skin I'm like did you come think on that's of, like, you didn't think of it well I, d I didn't bother <laughs> I was thinking of crazier shit, man. I love it. I was you. like, what if a sandwich could make your cum? <laughs> By the way, man, when you were talking about that, it was really funny because I kept thinking of like an awesome cooking show. Okay. You, you got hungry, where is what you're God, saying. Where God's like, today we're going to be whipping up just basic cum. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make three club sandwiches, two gallons of water. We're gonna put it into Tyler, yeah. and uh, and we're gonna wait twenty days on, on, on a very special episode of Chop Junior. <laughs> but that's all I'm saying is that like, you know you have to take in all this. We were talking about the biological process, spermatogenesis. Yeah. By the way, I learned also. I, I started doing yeah I don't know. I started doing this thing where I'm like researching cum a lot. I, 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 it was I I I it's like like after I masturbate and or have sex uh, and or intentional like I, sex with me is weird uh, but I thought like like sometimes you're laying there and you're like man I don't know if I'll ever get out of bed and then that's why I like I like I get out my iPad and I'm like oh, tell me how sperm is made and because then I think like if I watch it then I'm like maybe I, the sperm will start getting made and then I can get get out of bed. Wait, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Wait. But like, I'm, you know, like, you, you, your your mobility is sperm based. Well, I don't know. I'm like a caveman. Like when sperm. I'm in that mode, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. So the only the only scientific thing that I know is different is that I came a bunch, and now I can't get out of bed. So I think, like, I, I knew somebody, I knew somebody who worked in porn, and they were on a set when Peter North like finished a scene, and then he finished Peter North, who's like famous for coming a bunch. Um, he he finished coming, and then and then he like finished, and I was like, so what is he? What does he do after he finishes? I asked the person, like, you were you were you watched Peter North come, like, what happens after? And, and, and he and, has and, four pina coladas. And he, he said he said Peter North, he turns into a little boy, and he goes like, oh man, I need some cereal. Wow. 
It's just it's so Dirk Diggler like it's, it's, it's like like he just like he's like he's like Jethro Bodine like he just he, he, but but who are we gonna trust if not him like Mommy. some kind of comologist like maybe Peter North is maybe he's just joyfully wrong but maybe he's like expertly right he's just like eating fucking frosted mini wheats and milk because it kind of reminds him of cum when he looks at it <laughs> it's like that must make cum <laughs> I'm so, gonna so, cum so, more later so somebody told me it was golden grams that that was his thing he, he liked golden grams I bet, yeah I mean that, that, that makes that, sense that was, that was his Popeye's spinach <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that it's just based on the milk but I swear like sometimes you know when you come a lot don't you sometimes you go like man I kind of this has been great I love this feeling but also like can I get some motivation back can I start living sure. in denial again can I what do I got to do to do that and you think like well the refractory period must be based on like your balls start I just have to assume that your balls start making I don't know you know the idea about the refractory period it's really really you had Chris Ryan on the show before yeah, the yeah. author of Sex and Dawn so one of the ideas about the refractory period is that from an evolutionary perspective it's better for a woman to have multiple mates so that I right. so like because then the strongest sperm is gonna that's so survive. Up. That's why I don't watch rom coms. That, that's the re- <laughs> because there's like that 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 that, that height of romance. But yeah, I know it's probably true though because it's right. like it's like they, they have read stuff. You're about making ship, love ship, to ship your lover where... in the primordial past. You're making love. You come inside of her. You're like I love you. I'm gonna go to bed. And then you like start going to bed, and then your friend is like, "Can I start fucking her now?" <laughs> and, you're, and, yeah. and either you're like, "Yeah, man, more than or there, she's or, like, "Yeah, let's do it." Or, or, or not. Or she's but the idea is like, out. "Yeah, this this so the idea is the refractory period is actually designed to make sure that a because uh, so the question Wait, is, so what was that? Why, why, why are, can why, women why have are multiple mul- orgasms? Why are in a multiple man? mates important though? What, what what does that? So the idea is like, if you had some kind of like, I don't know, something was going on with you, and you weren't like. Making like powerful loads, whatever that may be. In you know a crazy, I mean? like, what if? Yeah. What is the question is like, why, why, why would it be? The, the, the big question. There's a Golden Graham shortage. I, I go, I go away for two weeks, I come back to the Jizz show. <laughs> I love talking about cum. But the question. <laughs> I really do. You gotta go on cum town. Uh, <laughs> cum town. To. The question is. A, a woman can have multiple orgasms with a... I That's think. not true. That's not true. That's a myth. We'll be right back. That's all. You hear it all the time, but it's not true. It's something they're saying. They were talking about it at the Wonder Woman premiere, but you couldn't get in. It's not true, and it's not fair. Not right, true. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, you're right. It's not true. <laughs> no, come on. No, what do you... Finish your thought. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, I mean, the idea is like, the, the question is just like, why would it be that a man has like this really intense reaction to orgasm, right. re, which we call the refractory period, whereas a woman can have multiple orgasms. And the implication, according to Chris Ryan, is that, well, th- this is clearly like created f- with the idea of like a multiplicity of level. Right. Well, but Chris, I mean, that's, a, that's the, what's interesting about Chris Ryan, because he's a well-needed like update to Desmond Morris, who's in the 60s. But Desmond Morris's theory about that was that, and the, but I don't want to be part of a patriarchy, uh, <laughs> but, but the, the, the Desmond Morris theory was that, yeah, men, men fall asleep because then you bond emotionally with your lover. Bullshit. Well, but there's a but but here's the thing. There's it's a because re- we get sleepy. But 
but there is there is a scientifically like it's, it it goes back to it, it it all has to do with human babies being more biologically vulnerable than tiger babies, deer babies, and like, cactus I babies. I don't know, but I mean, I don't know. I think like Chris Ryan makes it's it pretty, probably that's why I don't want to. That's why I disclaim the fuck out of it. But yeah. I do think that this delight. I really prefer the Desmond Morris theory. Like all the biological quirks about us are all designed for pair bonding because our babies need to parent. Well, you can still pair bond. I mean, like it's not you can't. The idea isn't that you. By the way, I'm like severely embarrassingly monogamous. So don't get me wrong. I'm not some kind of like just got back from Burning Man, Dan, and now I've learned we got to be non-monogamous. Your girlfriend's pretty. I'm not like that. Don't worry, man. That's not fucking happening. I'm severely, desperately, and based on insecurity, completely fucking monogamous. So, but, so, so don't get me wrong, but like from a, a, a perspective of like, yeah, like the, the, like the idea kind of would be, and again, this is not my idea. Like I couldn't do this, but the idea would be if you really love somebody, wouldn't you want them to come a lot? No, not with you. <laughs> Dan, I'd have to love you and not them. Dan, <laughs> Dan if, you, if, you, if you really love Cody, let Duncan fuck tonight. Man. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, I didn't say also, it like, listen, we're, we're say you, it like that. We're sitting right next to, to Steve Perfect Cock Levy right. over here. <laughs> let her have a good Saturday night. It's Saturday night. <laughs> let her live a little. Oh, my. Look, I don't, I don't want to forbid Steve and Duncan to fuck Cody. <laughs> Now you're talking! I want Cody to not want that. All right. It's, well, no, it's, again, it's, and, and it's I made a dumb old... joke. Wait, let me just say this very quickly. I just made a stupid, dumb joke. I don't mean that at all. What, I, what I'm saying is it's like, from my POV in the society that I was born into, because of my own levels of insecurity and where I'm at in my life, I want to be monogamous and I will continue to be monogamous. I'm not changing that. Right. That's me. That's who I am. I've always been like that. I can't change it. But if you look like, if you like zoom out right. and you look at like what evolution wants, right. And then you realize monogamy itself is a cultural, it's like a new imposition. It, it, well, it dovetails with this whole thing about anarchy versus capitalism. Cause it's like, what I'm saying, it's like, Oh, you know what? I'm a, I, I get to pretend I was born into this stainless steel concrete jungle and that, hey, it wasn't my idea to do this, but hey, will you be my girlfriend and all that stuff. At the same time as I'm like, hey, it wasn't my idea to have the American dollar be the standard of the entire planet. <laughs> like, like, but hey, what are you going to do? And, and then, but then push comes to shove as in cultural upheaval and right now capitalistically we're going like, yeah, again, but though theoretically anarchy is the, like, not theoretically. It's, it's not the more popular way to do it, but it is the way that like like we would and 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 I think you're saying the same thing about polyamory or whatever they call it these these kids um, you could just if you go to the bathroom here it's disgusting <laughs> okay <laughs> it was a joke or maybe not I, I, I have a special bathroom upstairs it's rhinestones and just uh, 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 all, the, all the cultists' daughters. Um, the, 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 but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think you're saying the same thing I am, which is yeah. like theoretically, intellectually, not wanting to be guilty of dishonesty, one should acknowledge it. Yeah, right. probably there's like a there's a freer humankind yeah. that functions That's better and healthier. It, but then also it's important then to go, just as I did before I quit smoking, where I was like, I like smoking. Like my therapist says, awareness, acceptance, 
change. People skip acceptance. Like, right. you know, like oh, I'm aware. I'm a, I'm I'm doing this. I like I, I should. I'm, I'm gonna stop doing it. And uh, and and then you're like, and then you just ping pong back and forth. That's why I don't quit drinking. I have to accept it first. I've become aware. I drink a lot. I'm still working on accepting it. <laughs> then I'll change it later. I've seen you accept a lot of drinks. <laughs> Me too. Especially, especially uh, yeah, but that guy with the, oh, it's all one big city. Come Speaking on, of drinks, not, we, we, we never shout him out. Matt, one the bartender over here. Matt, our bartender. Yeah, give a big team! Tr- truly the hardest working person in Harmontown. All right. Well, Keeping I, these I, bunch of fucking reprobates happy. I apologize to Spencer. I know he's going to say he doesn't give a fuck, but but like that's because he's my son. But uh, they, they, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it later. But, but, yeah, all these it. jokes about fucking my mom. All of a sudden, a line and my fascination with cum. Right. My my. Yeah, I always how many just sandwiches. wrote off your fascination with cum as normal. <laughs> I just, I, I, Duncan was making me feel better, so I, 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 yes. I, I kept, I kept, I kept him in my mouth like one of those uh, uh, um, ring pops, like one of those Levy cocks. <laughs> one of those delicious. You know what? It's not that. Why am I? Why am I making the diameter? No, it's like a. It's like a nice broomstick diameter, and it's like it's gentle but firm, and it's there when you need it. And if you get thirsty afterwards, it gets you a glass of water without you asking. Whoa! So you can water? make also, more cum, please. Steve Levy's dick does something that almost no other dick does. In the morning, it makes you the best avocado toast you've ever fucking. <laughs> It's a little yeah, basil, what? a little feta on it, some little olive oil. <laughs> Fucking perfect. That's I why did Steve get an argument. I got in an house. argument with his dick, though. Oh, no. Because I said to it, this is just a sandwich, man. <laughs> Avocado toast is just a sandwich. <laughs> All right, forget it. That's <laughs> for another part. <laughs> uh, well, let's, uh, let, let Duncan know you want him to come back by, by thanking him with your hands. Thank you, Duncan. Duncan Trussell. I feel like uh, he he just makes everything a little bit better, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. He's yeah, he's like just he's like uh, he's like walking serotonin. All right, why don't you marry him? He's probably back there fucking my girlfriend. In the beginning of that rant, I thought you were going to say you wanted, like, it just sounded like you were going towards you wanted, like, an inner incremental cum clicker, like cookie collector, where, like, you get the inner oh, working. That would be so amazing. They, and you, like, manufacture your own sperm, and you, finally like, you'd have an understanding. Loads? Of, like, yeah, like, like I, know. I, I, I swear to God, I really am fat. Can I'm we not stop fat, saying I'm, loads? I'm not, I'm, well, I don't know what to, ejaculate batches. I don't, what, there is no, Quantum. the language fails. Like, I, I, it is a truly fascinating thing that as, as mammals, we, like, we take in energy, and then we have a little factory uh, d- that has to dangle between our legs because it requires like a degree cooler environment just for the just for the chemical process of making them, not storing them. Once they're made, they're fine in, in summer, you know, whatever. Like, but, but they're they gonna get made one degree cooler, and, and they're just like those little fucking missiles that are just loaded with the need to hit an egg, and they're like simultaneously geniuses and idiots, and there's they're just disposable, and we're we're just constantly making them. And 
until the day they bury us. But like women's eggs are like like they're finite and they're like they're they're giant. Like they're the size of the sun compared to a sperm's rocket. And like it's just like this amazing. I'm just so fascinated with all of it. All right, let's let's. let's I, don't, like, I, I, I don't know that we have enough time. We we, we, fan, we oh, found. Oh, you know, well, okay. Well, we should have. We should have. No, it's fine. We have I'm time. Just, Come on. I don't know. Let's give the audience some D and D. We we started a little late. We've only got like eleven. Pro- we've only got like eleven minutes tops. I, I promise. That's what I'm saying. We found out tonight Spencer's, that you love. Cum. Spencer's the game master. Like, 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 like <laughs> he makes the rule. Like, we can't, we can't announce cliffhanger endings and things like that. Spencer's the, in charge of the thing. So if he says, like, yeah, it's not. It's we not, should get Duncan back. It's not, <laughs> let's get, hey, Duncan, are you back? Right, Duncan, he come back. We, we, we're not going to play play D and D. What was that? I'll just pretend to. <laughs> Well, how about, how about this, Spencer? Uh, because I, w- I was not here. L- let's just let's just recap so we we. we uh, it's back. It's back. Oh shit! Thank you for having me back. It's He's, an encore. He it's fucked all of our girlfriends that quickly. <laughs> yeah, which was a really long time for me. That's wow. that's part of his appeal. That's how he gets them. Hey, man, this won't take a lot of time. <laughs> Put you out, man. Yeah. But the I'm thing glad is, that you they brought they, me back. I got a cheesy thing to say. Uh oh. To cut off whatever you were going to say, which is probably the. It was, good, it was, it was going to be trenchant and hilarious, but go ahead. Oh no. Believe me. I had to tell you this thing. Okay. Because, like, you know, Jack Cornfield, the Buddhist teacher. You no. Know <laughs> you don't know Jack Cornfield? <laughs> he owes me ten bucks. He's not here, right? So he tells this great story. And guaranteed, the thing about having a broken heart, guaranteed, there's a bunch of people here right now who have a fucking broken heart, because that's what it means to be human. But there's a, uh, Jack Cornfield talks about how uh, there's a story in Judaism where there was a rabbi that made his students hold the tef, you know teflon, you know what that is? Yeah. Tefillin? Tefillin, yeah. Tefillin. Eggs don't stick to it. NASA, NASA invented it. Don't, 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 don't tell me the Jews made that. That was NASA. You're right, dude. It is one of the weird mysteries of the universe is the eggs don't stick to it. What is Tefillin? What? Do you, you remember Take that? Take it away, Steve. It's like the shit they cook, the shit they cook eggs in. I know Teflon. What's Tefillin? What's the thing you're talking about? No, do you, we, we talked about this, I think, yeah. earlier in the year. Remember, I got accosted in Beverly Hills by... Oh, right. They put a Parker Brothers thing on your head. Yeah, that's like Tefillin, where they wrap it around your arms. Okay, they, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You saw the, the, the point is, like, inside this box are these scrolls. And, like, I don't know what's written on them, but there's something amazing written on them. But So Jack Cornfield tells a story. How, like... Uh, I already know you're going to fucking make fun of this man. I know you're going to, like, you got some already. But, like, Jack Cornfield tells his story. Is he a Jewish Buddhist? He might be. He might have started off Jewish and then became Buddhist. Like, a lot of people that I learned from are, are like, they started off Jewish and they became, like, Buddhist or Hindu. But it doesn't, the whole thing is, like, the whole, like, Because those robes. It's ridiculous saying what you already were. The point is. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. You you know what what a Jewish Buddhist says? What? (laughs) Oim. <laughs> yes! Wait, did you, you didn't, you didn't, you heard that somewhere. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, 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 what if he heard that somewhere? What if he got that out of a Bazooka Joe, uh, 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> did you did you just make that up? Yes. Oh, that's not fair. Hey, muscle tongue. That's, that's not fair. Oim. Oim is the title. That's the title. O Y M is that what it would be? Let me warm my way out of this thing, please. No, no, no. So, so the idea is like this rabbi, it like makes his students hold the tough to fill in, to fill in against yeah. their heart when they're when they're like saying prayers. And one of them said to him, why do you make us hold this against our heart when we're saying prayers? And he said, so that maybe when your heart breaks, the prayers will fall inside. That's cool, right? (laughs) It's a nice thought. Yeah. So a heart heartbreak is a yeah it's a thing it's a it's like a, yeah it's a cr- cr- cracking and then like like yeah it's, it's like a crack an, an evolving that thing like fill. me and Twitter like yeah I'm like and broken. it doesn't stay open it cracks like an egg and it falls on the tuffo no it's like <laughs> like, like it's, a, it's a sacred moat the thing is like if you get your fucking heart broken which is a very rare occurrence in a human incarnation it really doesn't happen all that much but when you finally get your fucking heart broken you are walking through the kingdom of heaven. Like, you are in heaven right now. You don't realize it. You don't realize it because, like, everybody thinks heaven is, like, just, like, you know, infinite blowjobs or what. I don't know what people think heaven is. But, that, but that's not what heaven is. Heaven is direct contact with reality. So right now, you're having direct contact with eternity, and, and that's, a, like, a holy moment. And so, like, you want... The window shuts. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, your heartbreak window... You probably got like another like I don't know twenty years, and then you'll start su- stop suffering. No, you probably have like I got. I thought of something. Yeah, yeah, I, can, yeah. I can. I can. I can. I can. I can be. I can be. I. I. I, I can be smarter than than the, 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 this philosopher guy. I. I, I, I you I, met I, him. I can don't be, talk shit about Jack Cornfield. Get off Twitter. No, I can beat him. I can beat him. Uh, you, 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 okay, so your heart. Your heart. So your heart's broken. You know what else is broken? A baby's skull. You know why? So it can grow into an adult skull. Oh. There you go. Oh, That's oh, basically the I same can, thing. I think I could be. I think I could talk that. Can, all right, so there's this ancient um, Japanese art of quote? pottery. You know, sometimes their pots break, and they actually have this this method of of reforging the pottery pieces with gold inlay. Yeah. And it's actually yeah. it's more beautiful within it it was yeah. before it was broken. And that's you. You're gonna be all ribboned with gold, and it'll be better. Thank you, Cliffhanger. Let's hear for Steve Levy, everybody. With a broken heart of gold. Also, Duncan Trussell for making everything all right. The Stank Sack Church, Sarah, Kevin, Chris, Noah, Matt at the bar. Spencer Crittenden, your game master. Although we didn't play, but we found out that Dan loves jizz. I'm Jeff Davis, your comptroller. Thank you for having me back. Your mayor is Dan Harmon, everybody. Zach, you got a beat for us, baby? Lay it on us.
branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 